Welcome, friends. This is the Good Midlife Podcast. I am Jim Noland. You may or may not know me from a previous podcast called Is That Movie Still Good? Uh, I am starting a new podcast with fellow Louisvillian Richard Kinchlow. Richard is here. We are both men of a certain age, if you will, and we are starting a podcast for people in our city, people of our age. We're going to talk about Sports, we're going to talk about Louisville, we're going to talk about food, we're going to talk about uh, really all over the board, right Richard? Yep, sounds good, yeah, we plan on doing some entertainment in there, maybe some uh, food ideas and everything else. Yeah, we are two renaissance men, if you will, and uh, you know, we, uh, a couple of, we've lived a couple of different lives, we're both married, I have some kids, Richard is more of a newlywed. Um, so, but we, we have lived in Louisville a long time collectively. Richard born and raised in Louisville. That is correct. But I've lived all over the place, but yep. Louisville, home base. Louisville is home. So we're, we're hoping that we can, um, create a podcast that, um, is going to be kind of fun for us, fun for everybody locally and, uh, even nationally. Like we might even tell you what's our favorite restaurant in Chicago or New York or, um, you know, wherever you're going, Bangkok, uh, Bangkok. Yes. Um, <laughs> and we're going to talk about the local food scene. We both uh, love food. We love to cook. We love to eat out all those things. So, um, without much further ado, Richard, you want to go a little bit? You want to give a little bit of yourself, your background or anything like that? Yeah. Uh, as Jim alluded to, my name is Richard Kinchlow. I'm, uh, from Louisville, uh, born and raised, um, and lived all over the place. I am a Center College semi-alum. Uh, didn't graduate, but I went to Center College. Went to St. X, I guess, um, for high school and KCD for high school. And then after that, went to took a, a crazy year at military school because I was being recruited to play soccer. Sir, yes, sir. <laughs> and then uh, went to Center College for a couple years and then ended up at UK and graduated from UK, um, and then moved around a little bit, and then relocated back to Louisville, I think almost about 15 or 16 years ago now. So uh, big sports fan, big uh, uh, self-proclaimed foodie, I guess. I like to, I travel quite a bit for work, so I get to have all kinds of different foods, and uh, uh, love movies, love uh, doing all that kind of crap, and uh, yeah, just here to uh just shower knowledge i guess that's right we're just going to share the knowledge with everybody yeah um if you don't know or the bullshit yes yes uh i'm also a uk graduate did all my time there and um card carrying bbn member so it, we may be a little slanted on that but we're going to talk about that we're going to get into that um so you know why what one of the things, like where we are right now, we're recording um, in the first week of December. I guess maybe the second. It's December 8th as we record today. You know, we got bowl games coming up, Richard. Yep. it's It's been a big week for uh, sports in general. Of course, we got, uh, as Jim alluded to, both UK and UofL are in the bowl games. I mean, Kentucky's going down to Nashville in the Music City. And Louisville- I mean, how, how disappointed are you, though, in the Music City Bowl? Like, that's... Uh, 
You know, I'm not that disappointed. I mean, I, I, I like the venue better. I mean, I'm not going to the bowl game, but if I, if they said if it was between the Liberty Bowl and Nashville, I think I'd pull for Nashville every time. I do yeah. like Memphis a lot. Na- Nashville, that great cities. We played in the in the the Music City Bowl a lot. Did you know that we have the most appearances all the time in the in the Music City Bowl? That does not surprise me in the least. We have five. This is going to be our <laughs> sixth appearance in the Music City Bowl, and uh, currently UK's record is two and three. So trying to even the record in the music city bowl. I was kind of hoping for the Vegas bowl, to be honest with you. That would yeah, be pretty fun. That, that would have been fun. I'm um, that I might've had to come back for that one. For, and we wouldn't have, and we wouldn't be overlapping with the um, UK UOL basketball game. Yeah. That, that, that is where the, uh, the rub is, so to speak is um, it, it, it's the same day as the UK basketball game, UK UOL basketball game. Um, so that, that, that's going to be a little bit of a pain, but the good thing is that's why we have technology and we can watch it on multiple devices and uh, and and kind of go from there. The game will be interesting because we're starting. I heard today Will Levis is or yesterday Will Levis announced he's not playing. Chris Rodriguez announced he is not playing, and then we've had a lot of uh, kids enter the transfer portal, so it, it it could be an interesting bowl game. Yeah, Levis was uh, I think never going to play in that game, but originally uh, Rodriguez said he would play. Um, and if you guys like to gamble, and um, Uncle Jimmy does sometimes, uh, the over under on this game is thirty two and a half. That's what it opened at. I haven't looked today, but uh, bet the under. There's nobody. The first person to fourteen wins this game. It's I think be ugly. I also yeah I also read it's the lowest. <laughs> score or lowest uh combined score for a bowl game uh betting wise uh this year so it's it should be a real yeah it is, it's the lowest one on the board yeah for sure because yeah. iowa can't score and kentucky does not have any offensive players playing so. yes yes um you know so we've got that and then uh you know across town we've got louisville going up to fenway to boston to the fenway bowl boston one of your favorite cities yep uh playing cincinnati and for the first time I can ever remember, it's a battle between schools where one coach is leaving one school to coach the other school. So um, interesting situation there. And Louisville's had many, uh, not transfer portal situations, but um, the recruit situation there is uh, they've had a lot of uh, recruits reopen recruiting at this point. Yeah, that, that, that'll be an interesting game to see how that unfolds and um... – yeah, that it, that's just going to be an interesting bowl game in itself because I'm at Louisville now, and on the Louisville front, they announced their new football coach. I think to tonight, officially tonight, yeah, yeah officially tonight, they they introduced uh, uh, Brom back um, to the Louisville family, I guess, and so it, it it's it's good to have some fresh blood back into the rivalry. It's um, I mean he, he is. Louisville through and through, so that that should uh, make the rivalry a little bit more interesting um, from here on out. Louisville's um, a better job than Purdue, right? Yes and no. I think uh, Purdue played in the uh, Big Ten championship. They did. So, but that uh, kind of by default, though. Yeah. That, that Big Ten West was awful. Yeah, yeah. the 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 Big Ten is. I mean, they're, they're a good conference with. The big two, obviously Michigan and Ohio State, or and sometimes Michigan State. Penn State's a good yeah, you know, quality. State. Yeah, they, they got some quality programs, but Purdue is. I mean, I heard somebody compare it to the Vanderbilt of the uh, of the Big Ten. But oh that, come on, that's I, yeah, Northwestern, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, true. But so. well, but I mean, like, so 
Purdue, they, they got to the Big Ten championship game, but they were never going to beat Michigan, right? Like, that was never going to happen. It was a pretty close game at the beginning. At the beginning. But but, but, but coming overcoming the Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State hurdle would be awfully hard. If you get Louisville rolling in the ACC, who do you really have to overcome right now? Because Clemson is not what they used to be. And then what? North Carolina, Pittsburgh, Wake Forest. There's a path to a New Year's Six Bowl, I think a lot more clearly with Louisville than, than Purdue. Yeah, for sure. And 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 I think that's that's something that uh, will be interesting to see, to, especially the ACC's kind of a interesting conference right at the moment because the 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 big players in the ACC, mainly Florida State and Miami and and the people of those worlds and, and you can still throw in Notre Dame a little bit into that yeah that's that right fold. but it Louisville I think I think Brom could do if he does a good job he could be probably uh, two or three in the ACC and competing for number one depending on how Clemson is for a particular year yeah so. I mean I I really think Louisville's gonna you know after he gets his guys in here and instills his culture. Um, I think they're they can win eight and nine pretty regularly uh, in that league as it's constructed right now. But you know, yeah. all that's to be the TBD in the shifting landscape of college football. Yeah, it, it, it's been an, a very interesting week overall for um, and college sports in general or football college football in general with the announcement of Dion going out to Colorado. Man, which- don't you think Dion wishes he'd waited a couple of days and could have come to Louisville? Like I, mean, I don't know if they would have called him. I, don't, I actually don't think they would have would have been that um, aggressive. Uh, but man, Louisville! Can you imagine Deion Sanders at Louisville, recruiting Florida, coaching in Louisville? I think it'd be amazing. And and I think it would have it would have been interesting. I think my opinion is, I mean, I understand why Deion wanted to get in the big big leagues. I mean, he did bring in um, uh, Zimmerman from the pros, so he's. He's building, and he offered the, or he's looking at the Kent State head coach for his offensive coordinator. That'll be interesting to see if that guy jumps. But it's it's an interesting pick. Uh, the I, I don't I didn't see him very much as a Pac-10 coach. No, um, and that I think that comes with a lot of problems. Uh, Colorado had a very good history of being competitive programs in the eight, late '80s and '90s. But after that, started petering out and, and throwing the Pac-10 is not really, I mean. I, well, so I think, I think in the last decade, the Pac-12 Pac has not been great. Oh, I felt Pac-12, like, the, yeah, I feel like this year they were probably the second best conference in America. Like I watched more Pac-12 this year than I have in the past. Like I think USC was good. UCLA is good. I love Utah, Oregon. Oregon State's a solid team. Like that. Like, one through six in the Pac-12 is pretty good right now. Nobody watches it. Nobody cares about it. But it's pretty good. Well, I, I think I think where Dion might run into problems, too, is that he, um, television-wise, that could hurt him. Because it's just like, I can't remember the last time I saw a Colorado game on TV. Well, ESPN, that's the problem. I mean, anything. Well, that's the thing. The, the, the Pac-12 playing those late-night games, uh, West Coast, it's you just don't see Pac-12 teams very often. You might see Colorado if they're good. You know, you might catch them on an ABC four o'clock or something like that. But um, you know, but but and recruiting is going to be a challenge. Obviously, you're competing yeah. against the Cal, you know, the California schools, and then Texas, Oklahoma going to the SEC. That all hurts the recruiting for Colorado and makes that climb back up 
much much harder yeah and i and i and and you bring up a good point is just like nobody i meant colorado might be one of those exceptions it's kind of like they it's like reminds me of nebraska a little bit um is they they have that tradition i mean they their fans seem to be pretty loyal uh followers but i mean without visibility it wouldn't surprise me if dion if he's successful has a good two-year run and something happens at florida state or he's gone yeah it's a stepping stone job yeah and and i I was surprised he picked that as a stepping stone because he had such a good recruiting year at at jackson Jackson state State, and he brought in the number one recruit to Jackson State, I mean, and I think the problem he was running in there is NIL money. Right. I mean, he just, I mean, that alumni, I mean, when you're competing in the South, it's just impossible. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate you bringing up Nebraska because it gives me the opportunity to just throw out there that Nebraska football fans are the perhaps the most delusional fan base in America. But moving on. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, they Sorry. are. Sorry, Nebraska. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Good luck so. with Matt Rule. Yeah, right. It's so. Um, All right, so uh, moving on, you you said busy sports week. We had some World Cup action, Team USA. uh, We got through the group stage, um, but bad day against the Netherlands. Yeah, that 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 surprised me. It was they they did exactly what they said they were going to do. They came out very aggressive, which I was impressed with, and they they controlled the game. Uh, for those eight minutes, pretty they looked like the better team for the first eight minutes. No and, doubt. And Until the Netherlands scored their first goal, the United States was the better team on the pitch. For sure, for sure. But I think I think the problem was um, there's a lot of defensive breakdowns, a lot. And it, it seemed to be the th- theme of the game was the defensive breakdowns. That's all it was. And... Yeah. You, in that at that stage in in that I mean it's good we're one of the top sixteen teams now but you just can't especially those goals were like playing FIFA on yeah. PS4 I mean you you just you know cut it back across the box while you've got a guy making a run and everybody's sleeping on him and just drop it in the net yeah and and, and it surprised me it's just like it kind of let the air out of the balloon when when they hit that shot in the at that eight minute mark and they they got it close it was i think it was two to one and it it was a pretty good game and then they let that third goal in yeah and it was it kind of nailing the coffin yeah, so yeah, that yeah, that yeah. that was disappointing overall who do you like to win the world cup at this point that's uh, it's probably still the traditional powers. Argentina's playing pretty well. Uh, I still don't think they're the caliber of uh, Brazil. Um, Brazil's playing incredible. Brazil Portugal so deep. I I I don't know how Brazil doesn't get out of their half yeah, of the bracket. Yeah. Um, England's playing pretty well. They they had a, a good round uh this round i mean they beat senegal pretty soundly yeah and so i you know i i pull for england you know obviously following the premier league very very closely um you know everybody i know is on england yeah and uh or i should say i know the whole english roster um but i'm at a point like i think france is really really good yeah and if they can't beat france this weekend i'm happy they just go home get everybody healthy for the second half of premier league coming up and uh Let's just go from there because I think France is really deep and probably the second best team in the tournament behind Brazil. Yeah, it, it, it's it's an interesting tournament. I mean, I was surprised Portugal beat Switzerland. I, that was domination because Switzerland was a and good. What about team. Spain, man? Like 
how do you fail to hit a single PK if you're that squad? Well, I I watched those PKs and it was it was very interesting to see those players. They 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 looked like they weren't taking it very serious. They they just they just look like they it's like well, we deserve this, so why are we even doing this? Yeah. So it, it and Morocco played them well and salute well, to Morocco. Well, kudos to Morocco, man. You you go out there and you play a scoreless draw and you get it to PKs and you get through and I mean, you know, the Cinderella tournament. So well, very I'm fun. Surprised, uh, I'm surprised Spain hasn't invaded Morocco because that's of true. This. It's I mean, a, it's a close. It's it, it would be hard. It it, it is uh, in true World Cup fashion, but no, Morocco played. I, I saw the tail end of the game, or the, I saw the um, stoppage to, or the overtime, I guess, and they looked they looked like the better team. Yeah, and and they they played well, and they and the PKs were. I mean, I heard the manager resigned today, and oh. or yesterday resigned, and so is Team USA going to sack Burhalter? I, I don't think so. I, I don't think so either. I've heard some rumblings about that, but I, I, don't, I, I don't think that I don't it's think like you do at this point. I, I I think it it'll be interesting to see how group play plays. They play in group play again because those those last couple games, those friendlies, and that last group of play in the. Um, in the group play were pretty bad. It's, yeah. it, it, it's, I, I can see where it's just like, if there's a mental issue going on there, that that might be reason to sack him. Yeah. But he got him prepared for, well, mission, the, the mission was get out of group stage yeah. and they got out of group stage without a loss. Well, Did I see correctly? I might be wrong about this. And I don't know why I'm saying this on the air, but, um, team USA and Canada are playing Copa America, but Mexico is not. I did, I did not see that. So I, I may be wrong about that. Anyway, ignore it. Facts are optional as always. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So, okay. World Cup, we got through that. Um, we got the holidays coming up, Richard. What do you have going on for the uh, holidays? What's the, uh, what kind of fun holiday tradition? Let's spice, let's, let's make this a little fun. What, what do you got going on? Uh, well, it's, uh, I got family coming in town. My, uh, my family is coming in town next, uh, in, I guess about a week and a half. I guess we're now 17 days away from T minus 17 days. That, that is scary in itself. Um, it, it's, we, we just, we, I mean, we do the family dinner, both Christmas Eve and Christmas day. We don't have, I guess, particularly any traditions. I am traveling the day after Christmas, which now, is now. Exciting. Are you going to Mexico now? Oh, yes, still? we are. Okay, go- okay. We are going to Mexico still. Um, looking forward to that. Um, it'd be nice to have a vacation. It's been a uh, tumultuous two years, to put it mildly. So it's it's going to be. Uh, you're, uh, you're going to the west coast of Mexico, right? Uh, Hard Rock, where it's a like Cancun. I think that. Oh, you're in Cancun. I thought yeah. you were going to. Wherever the hard rock, Puerto Vallarta. But, no, but, no, no, we went to part of our to okay. the last trip. So. Okay, okay. So you're going. Yeah. So you're going. Yeah, east, we're, we're, east coast we are going of, east coast. Coast. So okay, we're okay, going okay. to uh, the hard rock down there. So Just exciting. watch out for the um, uh, policia in Tulum. That's yes. all I'm saying. Yes, I was two hundred dollars lighter. After yes, the stop my, one my night. brother has warned me about that exact same thing. Yeah. So. Planning on the hotel shuttle. What about you? Any exciting? No, not, nothing exciting. Uh, you know, we're just doing a lot of family stuff. Go visit my family next week, which will always be exciting and interesting and, you know, good stories to come from that. Yep. Um, you know, I host a big Christmas party with friends uh, Saturday night, so yep. that'll get a little bit loose. And then all the family stuff, not traveling to the bowl game or anything like that. So, um, you know, lots of family stuff and... Uh, 
and yeah, then uh, getting back to work. Yeah, it's it, it's 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 been a it's I didn't think uh, Christmas was that close until it's just like it felt like next thing I know it's like everything kind of caught up on us, and it's like Thanksgiving was here, and then all of a sudden it's like now we're two weeks into December, and it's yeah, and uh, I I, I got to plan and, a lot for that. Yeah. And uh, are you done with your Christmas shopping? No. Okay. All right. All right. I'm very close on mine. It's unfortunate. Well, that that I will say back to your question about Christmas traditions. That is one of my traditions. I, I I learned a special talent for my father to buy my Christmas gifts on Christmas Eve (laughs) and uh, go out and do that. And that that that's kind of fun and a little chaotic, but it kind of. Uh, my wife doesn't like it very much, but uh, and and my family doesn't like it very much because I have to sneak in big uh, big boxes in the middle of uh, Christmas Eve. But yeah, and it, then when you when you can't find anything and yeah. they just get butter, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah, that that very now, fun. yeah. When we were kids, my parents would do that. They always had all the stuff bought, but they would get up on Christmas Eve in the morning and leave us all at home and go out shopping for just like last minute fun stuff. So yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Pretty fun. So, um, did you ask Santa for anything nice? I new pair of cowboy boots. Oh, nice. That's what I'm, that's nice. what I'd like to give. Yeah. With everything, we're not going all out this year, but I would like a new pair of cowboy boots. So I yeah. think Santa's going to come through for me. On nice. That. Nice. Yeah. How about oh, you? What do you got? Uh, uh, I, it might be a personal buying of my Christmas gift, but uh, I'm hoping for a new mountain bike. So we'll see if that happens. Very but, nice. Uh, but it's it, it when you get an adult you can't you don't get the fun things anymore and that's that's one thing I miss about being a kid on Christmas is all the so, fun stuff yeah but, you know you know one of the things that I do is um, you've seen them I, I make a uh, photo book every year of all of our photos through the years not all but you know if we've if we've traveled if we've had a party if there's been a milestone. And uh, the family loves opening that book every year under the tree. It seems to get bigger every year, um, but it's really, really a fun thing. And, you know, we're, we're in this age of digital photos, and we take pictures all the time. But it struck me several years ago that, like, what happens if we lose this data and it's just all gone forever? And I know yeah. it's supposed to be stored and safe, but, you know, it, it struck me that it'd be nice to have something physical to um, to look at yeah it's uh my sister-in-law does that with um calendars she puts together a calendar for the whole family and she asks us i'm not ruining any christmas ideas mom and dad it's like this is traditional but anyway (laughs) um the calendar is it's nice to see the calendar and, and remember like pictures and uh, my wife sent up the pictures, and I was like, I, "Some pictures I've never seen before." So it was kind of interesting. So we got. I don't know if Elizabeth's ordered our new calendar from your wife. By the way, Richard's wife is an artist. She uh, has a thing going. MaisieClark.com. Right. She's awesome. Check her out. It's she, Clark with an E, by the way. She's an unofficial show sponsor. Um, she doesn't know that she has to pay me for that, but it's going to be okay. <laughs> it's going to be fine. Um, anyway, she. Uh, As I said, a new, new, new mountain bike. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. Anyway, um, but yeah, uh, a calendar is awesome idea. Awesome. Yeah. So, any big travel plans for the new year? You know, we um, are working through that right now. Uh, thinking about last last year, we went to Utah and did the five national parks and, and slid over into Nevada and got Great Basin. Uh, we're thinking about spring break going up to um, Montana and trying to get to Glacier and maybe Teton or Yellowstone. Trying to like work out some kind of a multiple national park trip for spring break 
you know, while, you know, while we've got a couple of kids at home still finishing high school who like to be outside, like to hike, like to get after it. And, you know, we're kind of trying to get to all the national parks we can in the continental United States at some point. Yeah, that that's, um, I have done that. Um, I, I've been into Montana. I don't, we never got over Glacier, but I've been to Yellowstone. I've been to Grand Tetons. They're amazing, both amazing. Um, highly recommend them. Um, yeah, that, that would be, that, that's a great trip. If we do that, I'm going to hope that I don't have a problem, um, that befell me while we were in Utah. I've yes. told you the story. Yes. I'm going to share this with the world because it's, um, it, it's, it's, well, it's a thing. Um, so I developed this problem that I didn't know that I had last uh, winter. It was Christmas break. Um, been watching a movie. Uh, it was Dances with Wolves. Um, very intense, of course. But rewatching that great movie. Tatanka. Tatanka. And then, you know how Prime will recommend a movie to you. You just finished this, you might like this. Yeah. Yeah. So, of course, we had just finished Dances with Wolves. So, the number one movie that they recommended was uh, Step Brothers. So, why would you not watch Step Brothers after that? It's a great movie. Fantastic movie. I don't know why, but maybe you needed a palate cleanser. Well, clearly we did. Um, got to laughing. Um, was with my stepson sitting on the couch and I laughed so hard that I passed out and, um, came to fine. I woke up laughing. It was, it was fine. Um, well, it turned out we were in uh, Utah and we were leaving Capitol Reef State Park or National Park, leaving the, the, leaving the visitor center and, uh, you know, laughing really hard as, uh, as you do sometimes on vacation. And I may or may not have passed out while driving the vehicle. Well, that's scary, Jim. Uh, Everybody else in the car was really, really scared, and I just woke up and I was still laughing. Well, I mean, that's what memories are for. That's that's why we take trips. (laughs) So, uh, kidding, Elizabeth, of course. Well, and family. If there's one thing you all need to know, it's that that uh, traveling with me is a good time. Something's going to happen. Yes, yes. There, I have heard many a story, yeah. and we got a long pod or podcast or uh, ahead of us. So we'll, we'll, I'm sure those will get brought up. Too, yeah, but yeah. We'll get. We'll, well get we're into glad that. you're safe, though, Jim. Thanks, thanks, thanks. It, I was, it was very, it was, I was very, very lucky. It was, it's, it's a crazy story. Um, that, but you know, very fortunate. And we, anyway. you've seen doctors about this. I have seen doctors. Yes, okay. they say I'm fine. Okay, they say it's, it's, it's the doctor, the cardiologist said, uh, it just happens sometimes. It's weird that it's later in life, but yeah, some people just laugh so hard they pass out. So, just I was not I was not permitted to laugh in the car in either. Yeah, trip. I, was, I, I um, don't blame you. Was, I know, uh, and was, that, yeah, so. that that is a very. And they still didn't like, somebody get food poisoning or something. Oh or something? yeah, yeah, we had uh, we we had um, uh, we have one with a nut allergy. She got a hold of some pistachio off of a cross contaminated dish, so we got a trip to an ER in um, lovely Panguitch, Utah. Um, population 12 or something like that. Um, listen, shout out Utah. Uh, it, it was, it was wild. There was, um, some, she got that. There was a, a, a general barfing sickness. It was one of the more interesting, uh, trips, but we still hiked 70 miles, drove 2000 miles and saw all of Utah. Well, yeah, good times. Good yeah, times. We get after it. We get yeah, after I, it. Yeah, I, I do recommend the, uh, Yellowstone. We're, we're talking about doing... Um, for those who don't know, I got married during the pandemic. My wife and I got married in the pandemic. Uh, we have yet to have a honeymoon and we're talking about having our honeymoon and we're talking about possibly going down, um, basically highway one down the West coast. Oh, the PCH down. Yeah. Yeah, That's it. And, um, we're going to, I think we're going to fly into Vancouver and then come down through Seattle, Oregon, and then Portland. She has 
friend of hers who lives in uh, uh, out in Oregon. So we're going to stop by there. And then uh, probably, I don't know how far we'll go. Most likely we'll end up in, my goal is Sonoma or Napa Valley and then just fly out of the Bay Area. But, yeah. Um, I've done a lot of that. Um, I've worked out in Oregon and been in Washington and as as well as California. So, uh, but I've never been to Vancouver, so I'm excited. That's that's a great trip. You know, if you if, once you get to San Francisco, just driving on down to Monterey, the drive from San oh, Francisco to yes. Monterey is really. I, good. I have done that. It's when really good. actually, the last time I've done that was. Um, when Kentucky played basketball in the um, NCAA tournament, oh, they yeah. were playing in San Jose, and my right. dad, my dad surprised me with a trip out there, and we went down to Mon- Monterey. Is incredible. It's well, our honeymoon was uh, Napa, Sonoma, so uh, it's a great spot, beautiful area, and and doing the Highway One is I've I've just done little stretches here and there, but that's a great trip. Vancouver down would be amazing. Yeah, well, yeah, it, careful that, at the border, but yeah, yeah, well, it's uh, we have global entry now, so. Okay. Uh, which is good because apparently that makes a difference coming driving wise more than anything. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so we're uh, travel. That's, we're also talking about possibly going out to uh, Colorado um, in May. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but yeah. So, but good times and uh, exciting stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, you know, I, I realize we just kind of talked up through like kind of what we want to do and all of that one of the things that that i think we we want to do with this podcast as we move forward is um to kind of talk about those trips and what we did and where we liked and what the things that we've uh where we stayed where we ate what all those kinds of things so we'll get into that as we go forward with the pod um real quickly before we wrap uh for our louisville friends have you been out to eat anywhere in Louisville lately, new or good or anything that's, that's kind of hit you? Um, I can't think of really anything. We have, we have our favorites. We usually hit quite a bit. Love Chicken Me um, down in uh, off Melwood. In, um, but I'm trying to think of anything new. We went to Lupo a couple weeks ago. Another yeah. one down there, Love. Um, but no, how about you? No, we really haven't gone out much um, lately. I'm trying to think of where we went recently. Um, you know, uh, Bodeguita de Mimi, which oh, is yeah. really good. We yeah. like that. We went there fairly recently. Cuban food, if you like Cuban food, it's fantastic. The atmosphere is great. Cocktails are good. And we went to um, Noche recently, uh, the... Mexican yeah. barbecue yeah. place, so it's very good. Very good. That highly. So. Uh, there's uh, apparently they're building where the um, Quills Coffee and um, can't remember the popsicle place. Oh yeah, Steel City Pops. Yeah, in St. yeah, in St. Matthews, they're building a new Senior Europa. Yeah. I haven't, yeah. I haven't been to the one downtown, but I'm looking forward to the one. Yeah, the original and... one's really good, really good. Yeah, so, so good stuff. Um, it's a we have a great city for food it's excellent 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 yep yep um okay very good um we got our first episode out there we're talking about it we're getting it done um i don't know how good it was but it sounded amazing on this it was really good so uh it's gonna be funnier it's gonna be um interesting uh we're going to tell some good stories we're gonna talk about some food and travel and sports Surprise um, guests. You never know. You just don't know. You know, one of the there. things that we love to do is um, send each other pictures of disgusting. Where are we going with this? Oh, well, yeah. Uh, of um, the weirdest flavor sodas that we find in the grocery store so or the, the gas station. So we might do a whole episode. With, Thank you, Coke. 
we might do a whole episode with like some guests as we uh, uh, sample that or, you know, I don't know, silly stuff. Anyway. We might even have a call-in person that we send to weird areas of Louisville to try things. That would be great. That would be really, <laughs> that would be amazing. Our, our reporter in the field. Yes, it's like 1980s morning radio all over again. He just doesn't know it yet, but we, we plan on that. So uh, we, we yeah. plan to make this fun and stupid and everything else and just yeah. opinions uh, about nothing. Yes, absolutely. Um, we have an Instagram page. It is uh, The Good Midlife. You can check that out. Uh, it actually might be Good Midlife Podcast, I think. Um, I set that up a few weeks ago. I should probably look that up and actually tell you what it is accurate. And that's kind of connected to Kitsch and Crew, uh, an Instagram page on that as well that talks about food and stuff. Yeah, Richard Kinchlow, Kinch and Crew. It's his food Instagram page, food blog situation. It's really bad, but it's getting there. Infancy. We're just in the infancy, friends. So, yeah. all right. Well, we're going to sign off, but we will be back again soon to share some more thoughts and ideas and fun with you and hope everybody has a great holiday and everybody stays safe. Take care. Talk to you all soon.